Hello and welcome to the Swen Stephens Audio Experience. Today I've got a daily devotional for you. I hope that it's going to help you in your walk with God today and inspire you to follow Him every day. Thank you for listening. Today, what we're going to be looking at, we're going to be looking at Matthew 18 verses 1 to 20. It's going to be good uh, for sure, no doubt about it. And um, yeah, we're going to read a little bit of scripture together and then I'm going to share a devotional thought or idea that kind of jumps out to me, whatever is illuminated uh, for me, and I'll share with you, and I hope that it resonates with you and gives you something to hold on to today. And uh, then we're going to share, and we're going to pray, and um, it's going to be a good time together. So let's get into it. Father, I just thank you so much for your word. I pray, Lord, that your your word would speak to us, Lord. Even at this point, at this time of day, I thank you that your word uh, can be a mirror, can open us up, and can um, place something true in our lives. In Jesus' name, speak to us, I pray. Amen. So let's read. Matthew 18, verses 1 to 20. About that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Jesus called a little child to him and put the child among them. Then he said, I tell you the truth, unless you turn from your sins and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. So anyone who becomes as humble as a little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So I'm going to highlight that because, yeah, that's that's just power. And anyone who welcomes a little child like this on my behalf is welcoming me. But if you cause one of these little ones who trusts in me to fall into sin, it would be far better it would be better for you to have a large millstone tied around your neck and be drowned in the depths of the sea. What sorrow awaits the world because it tempts people to sin? Temptation temptations are inevitable, but what sorrow awaits for the person who does the tempting? So if your hand or your foot causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better to enter eternal life with only one hand or one bare foot than to be thrown into the eternal fire with both your hands and feet. If your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better to enter eternal life with only one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into the fires of hell. Beware that you, do, you don't look down on any of these little ones. For I tell you that in heaven the angels are always in the presence of my heavenly Father. If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, what will he do? Won't he leave the ninety-nine on the hills and go out and search for the one that is lost? And if he finds it, I tell you the truth. He will rejoice over it more than over the 99 that didn't wander away. In the same way, it is in the same way, is it not my heavenly Father's will that even one of these little ones should perish? If another believer sins against you, go privately and point out the offense. If the other person listens and confesses it, you have won that person back. But if you're unsuccessful, take one or two brothers with you and go back again so that everything you say may be confirmed by two or three witnesses. If the person still refuses to listen, 
take your case to the church. Then if he or she won't accept the church's decision, treat that person as a pagan or a, tax, a corrupt tax collector. I tell you the truth, whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven, and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. I also tell you this, that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything you ask, my Father in heaven will do it for you. For where two or three gather together as my followers, I am there among them. What? This is absolutely amazing. Like, I, I honestly... Honestly, honestly now, like I think that this this passage, this chapter, Matthew 18, 1 to 20, we should read over and over and over again. There is so much wealth and wisdom in this chapter. And I just wish that I could unpack all of it for us. And because so much of it, <clears throat> sorry, so much of it spoke to me. And I think there's there's some things here that I think will speak to you, um, you know this 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 one of so anyone who becomes as humble as a little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. I think that's something we should stop and talk about. There is this: if your eye or your hand it causes you to sin, you should remove it. You should cut it off because it's far better to enter into eternal life than to go into hell with all ligaments. And, and what Jesus, I mean, what he's saying there is really, hey, if there's something in your life that you like that is causing you to sin, cut that part out of your life. Be drastic with sin in your life. Like, don't let sin hang around where you're aware of it. Rather, fight it. Fight against temptation. You know, don't, don't let sin win out at the end of the day. Rather, do without things that you like so that what you can gain is so much more valuable, okay? I'm not talking about cutting peat. Like, like you've got to understand within reason. Okay, oh, man, there's just so much. Then Jesus says, um, you know, if there's 99, if, the, if, you've got a, if a shepherd has 100 sheep and, and he's got 99 and one of them wander, has wandered away, he, he's going to go look for the one and because he doesn't want anyone to perish because God doesn't want anyone to perish. And if another believer sins against you, go privately and point out the offense. I don't even know which one to pick to really to focus on, but let me. I think I think I think I'm going to lean into for me the hardest one out of all of these is is really about offense, and I think it it ties into humility. I think it ties in to love for other people and a love for yourself. Like I think I think we could all do with more humility, like not self-loathing, but just not seeing ourselves as important as what as what we think we are. But that we see ourselves in 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 like the proper light of of who God is and who other people are. And so it says if another believer sins against you and you take up offense, maybe someone says something wrong to you or you know, made a mistake or sinned against you and was quite deliberate. Like, go to them privately and point out the offense. Tell them, hey, this has actually offended me. So many of us, we allow the devil to take a foothold in our life because we hold on to offense and sin. And, hey, can I be honest? I've done it. I, I, I've done it. I've held on to certain things for a long, long time. And 
but eventually when I, when I deal with it, when I go to the person and deal with it, I feel better. I feel more at peace. I feel, I feel like I've done what God wants me to do. And, and honestly, I feel like I can start celebrating that person rather than feeling negative and having all that negative self-talk in my own mind. And so he's saying, hey, when someone sins against you and he's a believer, right, go to them privately. Don't talk to other people about it. Don't talk to, you know, your pastor about it. Don't talk to, like, all these – don't talk to everybody else except for that person, right? And, and to be honest, it's quite right because at the end of the day, as the story gets bigger than what it needs to and it becomes more difficult – the other person starts feeling betrayed and the other person starts feeling, and it becomes very difficult to solve, but not impossible, right? It goes on to say like, so the first point of call is to go directly to the person. And if you're unsuccessful, if they won't listen to you, if they're like, no, 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 like I'm not, you know, not accepting it, not taking responsibility, like you deserved it. Well, then, then go back with somebody else, maybe get someone who's in the middle ground, maybe get a leader, maybe get someone who both of you respect in the church and then have a conversation again. And then if it's, if it's still beyond that point, if the person still refuses to listen, then go speak to the pastor or to the, the, you know, the, the, the leaders of the church to try and bring about reconciliation because listen to me, reconciliation amongst believers is of vital importance. Again, like I, th- I take this issue of like forgiving one another highly seriously. It's one of the key things that Jesus like, you've got to forgive others as you've been forgiven. And what I think is going to happen here is we're all going to, like once we deal with these things, we're going to sleep better. We're going to feel better. We're going to have greater levels of integrity. We're going to have better relationships because nobody goes through life without offending people and nobody goes through life without being offended by some people. And that's why we're called the body of Christ. Because we're still going to deal with each other. Like that's why you can't follow Jesus alone in isolation because you actually have to be humble enough to go to somebody or apologize for what you've done wrong. And you know what? Apology is like is so healthy for your own soul. If you've made a mistake, let's apologize and let's build bridges, not burn bridges. Because we're going to be with people for eternity. Like let's let's build good relationships and and um, yeah, I think I think this, if people don't listen to the church after you've gone through that process, then it's fine. But don't skip steps in that process and go oh, pastor this or this. like deal with the person privately. Then deal if it still doesn't work. Then deal with someone that you both respect who's in the church and maybe is in a leadership position, like a life group leader. Or then maybe if that doesn't work, then go to the, the leaders of the church. And that's the process of actually dealing with the fence in a biblical manner. Now, there's small things that people do that you can actually just say, you know what, I'm not even going to, I'm just going to forgive them. That's just part of their personality quirks. But but then that your relationship's still got to be good. If it starts affecting your relationship with that person, then you need to talk to them and deal with it. Anyway, I, I hope that's been helpful to you, and I certainly feel stirred and challenged by that because, you know, it's one thing to talk about. It's another way to live it. And, and certainly I want to be somebody who is dealing with offense better, uh, forgiving quicker, speaking to people uh, more honestly and quicker about things, and being okay to let things go as well. 
but I'd love to pray for us specifically in this area. So maybe there's something, somebody in your mind, an issue in your heart, something like that. I want you to lift it up to the Lord right now. And if, if it's just the words that I'm giving, I, pray, I hope that you become aware of that and, and ask God for that for yourself. So, Father, let's commit this to you. I thank you for your word. Matthew 18, Lord, is so rich and there's so much for us to learn from. I thank you for your word and your grace. And, and Father, right now, this is, might be hard. But right now, Father, you know the people that we have offense with. And I ask you, God, that you would help us. Help us, Lord, to overcome it. Help us to reconcile. Help us, God, that, that we could win in relationships, that we can be aligned with you, aligned with people. I ask, you for, I ask for your blessing, God. I pray that as we do it, we're going to see so many um, relationships healed and made healthy. Help us today in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you guys. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you again next week. Thank you for taking time to listen to this daily devotional. I honestly hope that it has been helpful to you. And listen, if it has been, would you consider subscribing uh, to the podcast and maybe sharing this episode if you think there is someone else in your life that it could benefit. Um, But yeah, I wish you all the best today. Have an awesome one.